Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Michael Reed on LMFM. Bina George was a staff nurse in Our Lady of Lourdes Hospital in Drogheda for 10 years. On a Sunday morning, she died in Our Lady of Lourdes Hospital from COVID-19. Anne Mee George is her daughter and she's on the line with us now. Good morning to you, Anne Mee, and thank you for joining us and deepest condolences to you and to your family and thank you for taking the time to speak to us this morning. Good morning, Michael. Thank you. Tell me a, a little bit about your mother, because she had been sick, hadn't she? She'd been uh, diagnosed uh, with stage four cancer in January and was in hospital then when it was discovered that she had the coronavirus. Yeah, so basically she got diagnosed with cancer. She had been, like, you know, having body aches and everything. But it actually, like, we found out about it too late. Like, you know, uh, when it was diagnosed in January, she was already quite late, like, into the cancer. And then she had... Uh, pneumonia, a spell of pneumonia, and she was in hospital for two weeks, and then she came back home, and then it's when she was hospitalised again that she was tested positive for coronavirus. Okay, and obviously that would have been of uh, great concern to you, given your mother's uh, condition to begin with. Yes, yes, Um, I was actually really worried that the first time that she was hospitalised, but when they did a test that time, it came back negative, so I was thinking, you know, um, but yes, the second time it did, it was really like scary to find out that she was tested positive for coronavirus but there's nothing we could do because you know she was put into isolation ward Mm -hmm. does does that mean you weren't able to see her yeah no so the first time um when she tested negative they moved her to like a ward so my dad could go and stay like with her like you know just offer her some like support by being there physically but the second time since she was in isolation and also since she tested positive and we were both put into quarantine as well, um, we weren't able to see her at all the second time she was hospitalised. So when did you last see your mother? I last saw her on the 3rd of April. Okay. Yes. And that was for the purpose of saying goodbye, was it? No, the I did not know at that time that she was a coronavirus positive. What happened was she was home for like two days. Um, she had a fever and we just thought, you know, mm. pneumonia that came back. So I thought she'd get hospitalized again and come back home again, really. 
Okay. And when did you realise it was as serious as it turned out to be? Um, so after she was tested positive, um, she was on oxygen, like, but they kept like putting up the dosage of oxygen um, again and again. Okay, so they, sorry, I just got another call in the middle of that. They, she was on oxygen mm-hmm. and they just kept putting up the dosage again and again. And so I, and they were saying that, you know, she, she was finding it like, like difficult to eat. Like she wasn't able to eat down anything that she was eating. And she just sounded weaker and weaker when I was talking to her on the phone. So she wasn't on a, a ventilator, despite the difficulty that she no, was having breathing. No, she, as far as I know, she was never put on a ventilator. She went from a nasal cannula to a rebreather mask. Okay. And your father has tested positive as well, has he? Yes, yes, he has. So um, after she passed away, we actually went to get tested, and my father tested positive, and I've tested negative. Hmm. So you're worried about your dad now? Yeah, yeah, because he does. He he has asthma as well, so I'm worried about him. So it's just an awful situation. Mm. Uh, and uh, what about uh, paying your last respects to your mother? Because uh, there's a lot of restrictions uh, on uh, burials and that sort of thing now as well. Yeah, of course, there is. Um, so as of now, uh, we're actually waiting a bit uh, to see, like, you know, what happens with my father. We might, we might get tested again, and if we both test negative, we want to be both present for her, like, um, to send her away. So for now, we're just waiting it out till my father tests negative mm. before we do anything else. Uh, I'm sure she was well known uh, locally, uh, having spent so long working in the hospital. Uh, No doubt uh, she treated uh, a lot of the people listening to us uh, this morning and me, uh, and undoubtedly she had a lot of colleagues in the hospital and friends in the community as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was was well-liked. She was a lovely woman, anybody would tell you. Mm. What... would you say about this virus now? What are your thoughts? I mean, from the like when I first heard about it, like about it first breaking out in China, I never really thought it would get to the stage it would get to now, you know. But I have to say, like, you know, being back home, um, like in Ireland now, because I study in Bulgaria, um, being back home here now, I can see, like, you know, I'm, I'm just really thankful to everybody on the front lines who's trying to keep us safe, and I'm really thankful to everybody who's following the guidelines, you know, mm. because... I know, like, like you know, it's it's a tough situation for everybody. It's horrible. Like, you know, it's not just my mother. So many people are are losing their loved ones, and I just I just want to say, you know, it's hard. Yeah. And you're satisfied with the steps that was taken in the hospital, uh, because I, I think uh, some people might be concerned to hear that somebody died in the local hospital and that a nurse in Our Lady of Lourdes Hospital uh, died from COVID-19. Your mother hasn't nursed in the hospital for some time because she's been sick with cancer. She was a staff nurse for 10 years, uh, but uh, as you say, she was isolated and quarantined uh, and uh, undoubtedly uh, the hospital took all of the necessary steps to protect everybody. Um, It was hard that, you know, she was in isolation and I know that when I was calling the wards to check up, on her um they were always so busy like you know um i think uh for the situation they they tried their best 
Okay, well, as I say, deepest condolences uh, to you uh, and uh, to your dad, of course, and your other sister as well, and me. And uh, thank you indeed uh, for joining us on the programme this morning. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. That's Anne-Mee George, uh, the daughter of Bina George, uh, who died in uh, the hospital that she worked as a staff nurse for 10 years on Sunday morning in Our Lady of Lourdes in Drogheda.